Hey everybody, welcome to Pulling hey. Credits. Hey, what's up? Nothing. How's everyone? Pretty good. It's raining yeah. outside. Yeah, and it's cold. Okay. I know. I, like I walked it. out of the of work today, and it's here. Yeah. Fall for, is officially back for a week, and then yeah, I was we'll going to say from there. <laughs> for a week or two, it's here. Megan, do you want to explain what these remnants are that we're doing? These short little episodes. Sure. Yeah. So we kind of thought we'd take a little pause and catch up on some of the scraps some of the remnants of our past season one episodes so we're kind of digging in just a little bit based on some clips or things that kind of came up in season one and we released cliffs last week Mm -hmm. talked to him cliff shared kind of an update on where he is personally Um, and this week we're going to talk to megan yeah, yes, a good question. Nate put me there on the spot, and um, luckily the uh, listener was not treated to all of what I said. <laughs> yeah, did a good job cutting good. some of those intense moments out. But yeah, um, always good to reflect on uh, the remnants that are mm-hmm. still, and and I think anybody who goes through faith deconstruction. That's just a reoccurring thing is there's always going to be remnants, always. And taking the time to consider them and to think about them and yeah. Mm-hmm. This Doing this podcast has been like for me, I thought that part of me was over. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I've answered all my questions. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. But it's been interesting to see kind of how, mm-hmm. I don't know what the right word, it's kind of opened windows that I thought were permanently closed mm-hmm. and, and then made me be a lot more introspective about things that I thought I'd kind of mentally settled. Yeah. So yeah, it's been good. Same. So Megan, I want to, I want to play a clip for you from, it was the episode with Carly and Daniel. Okay. And this, this was in the episode at the end. Um, but you know, it was their episode, so we didn't, we didn't really debrief any. I, I, and I wanted to get your, your thoughts on it. I had a couple of follow-up questions for okay. you. Uh, if that's cool. Yeah. So here's the here's the clip. Okay. And I appreciate you all three of you like trusting us to listen in on your story. It was really powerful. And I think it's going to be really good for people to hear because one of the things that we try to talk about on this podcast is like even if our threads are different, what I'm finding especially today, oh no, now I'm going to cry. <laughs> is just that a lot of the threads really are in common. The underlying things, you know? Yeah, so that was the clip. And, you know, I think if people are listening, Mm -hmm. they don't know that Cliff and I cry fairly easily because (laughs) we cut out a lot of the times that we just, like, openly weep on the podcast. But... Megan, you're more the robot of the group. <laughs> Am I? Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're uh, you. You don't cry as easily, okay. I think, uh, or, or you you hold it together a little better than Cliff oh, and no. I do. <laughs> or you're able to talk while you cry. Uh, one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, obviously that that mo. I mean, that was an emotional conversation we had with them, so we were dialed up anyway. But. Mm-hmm. What was it exactly about the the idea of having these common threads with people that we find out in these stories? What was it about that idea that kind of uh, hit you hard that day? You know, I think we've talked about it a little bit before of just how 
lonely it sometimes feels on the deconstruction journey. And I think there's several things like hearing people's stories and realizing that you're not alone, even though you don't have the same exact story, you don't have that thread, but it's those universal themes almost that we have in common. And I think as you guys know, you know, I was an English teacher for 12 years and to me, it's that mysticism of those themes that we can find in books, in movies, in conversations, in like real life that make me feel a part of a bigger thing, I guess. And so when I'm hearing people's stories about how they grew up and felt women were treated or, um, feeling pressure to act a certain way or feeling like they couldn't be themselves, even though it came about in certain different aspects of those people's lives, it was still that common root of either just those things I said, you know, like not feeling like you belong or trying to live up to certain expectations. And it's just been really interesting to me to hear how those things affected each of us differently, but it gives me a, a better feeling of feeling like a part of something still when I thought that I wasn't really a part of anything. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. So, well, and it's nice to know that like, you're not just some weirdo out there that's experiencing all these things by yourself. And Mm -hmm. Not that I haven't had friends along the way to talk about things with, but you don't just have in-depth conversations about your deconstruction. I mean, we didn't at the time, you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. And so it's just nice to hear even the little intricacies of people's stories where the little details add up to why they felt the way they did and why they're making the decisions that they're making now. Because the core of that is that they want good things for others and for themselves. And they want to be a helpful part of community. And um, that makes me feel good now to, to be able to share that with people, I guess. And we've talked before, and I know, you know, there are listeners who didn't grow up in the evangelical church, but there's a term that when you're in the church, you're the body of Christ. So like you're all working together as Christ. Mm -hmm. And so when you're, when you aren't a part of the traditional church anymore and you've been working and you have, you know, your identity has become part of this larger body that's like working together. I think through these conversations and through that conversation with Carly and Daniel, it just made me feel like I'm still a part of a body of people. It's just not the way I thought it was. And I liked that. Yeah. The other thing that I've noticed in these interviews with you in particular is how like, I think Cliff and I always try to 
I don't know, pigeonhole is not exactly the right word, but we always try to, where are you now? Well, you know, Cliff and I always want to know, how, what do you, what do you call yourself and mm-hmm. whatever. And you're very resistant to any of those labels. Um, that said, where are you now and what do you call yourself? I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah. And so do you, do you think it's because you just, um, it, you talked about this when you did your episode, but you're. You talked about reading the book, um, The Universal Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been on my list. I will read it eventually. Um, and is it just that you want to stay open to all possibilities? Yeah, and I think Daniel even was talking about that book in his, in that episode, saying how he felt when he read Richard Rohr that there was like space for him there in in that kind of... And I like that. I want there to be space for me. I want there to be space for everybody to explore and feel like they can change their mind if they want to. Or, you know, like we were just joking a minute ago about uh, Cliff, you were saying, oh, that I'm a bad liberal or whatever. And like even that I was thinking in my head, like, well, I don't. I don't really want to label myself as a liberal, like, you know, cause I <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. we all have these preconceived ideas and notions because that's just the society we grew up in where we, we like to label things. That's how our brain works, you know? So I think I'm just really trying hard to fight that part of our mindset, like our collective mindset of it's okay if you don't, yeah say you're one thing or the other and it's more than i mean to me there's been freedom in it right yeah not having to label yeah yeah it's very freeing one thing i'm just always mindful of too is our listeners and i think we all are of our mission is to create a safe space so with that as like our center i want to bring that into my own life too and allow myself and others to feel safe to explore and not just label and judge or think things because they say they're this or that you know yeah that makes sense Megan just as always thanks again even just for your ability to put complex uh, thoughts into very digestible language I appreciate that and and thanks for being you're just kind. You're a kind person. Yeah. And I think that that comes out in, you know, how you think about your... A hell of a lot <laughs> kinder than I am. I think it comes out in how you uh, talk about your faith and, and everything. Thanks. So we appreciate that. I don't want that label, Nathan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll take that one. <laughs> uh, take it back. You're an asshole. Yeah. Dare you call me kind. Uh, All right. Um yeah, well, thank you for listening, yeah. and we'll have one more remnant, one more short episode, and then we will get back to uh, our longer interviews, and we hope there are still people around to listen. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Definitely, yeah, for sure. For sure. To listen and whatnot. <laughs> um, we'll really delve into it. <laughs> we forgot yeah. how. Yeah. <laughs>